Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS uh, Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Mostly sunny skies, a high of 42. And tomorrow we're looking at sunshine and a high of 47. Right now, 18 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. It's 6.04. Here are your news headlines. Well, fresh off his final State of the Union address, President Barack Obama is going to be in Omaha today. He'll be arriving at Air, off at Air Force Base and will be speaking at UNO's Baxter Arena. It's He's going to be only because I had to tour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the final year of his eight-year term, <laughs> two of two places: Omaha and also uh, uh, Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So we have a long history of this. The papers breaking down how George Bush came here for the first time only because he had to on nine oh. eleven. Yes, is when he landed right. here. Bill Clinton came. It was the fiftieth state. It was the last state he'd never visited in eight years as the president. And he made out to the arches. He went out to the the way they wanted to make an excuse. Yeah. Right. Like, no, no, he really wanted to be here. He didn't forget. <laughs> yeah. But so Obama's here today. It's exciting. And uh, the governor is going to meet him. Yes. The governor has found a hole in his schedule oh. that he is able to, you know, I don't know what got shook out. But uh, yes, the governor will be meeting the president at the Air Force Base and joining him. Um, it's also expected that this visit is going to uh, be causing quite a little bit of traffic jam. All parking lots around Baxter Arena are going to be closed for security reasons. Several items, if you're heading there, uh, expect to be going through like airport type security. So bags, banners, signs, all that kind of stuff. You're probably going to want to just pack it light if you're going in. And there's a back entrance into that place, right, Jeff? That's how they probably the players get in. I'm guessing into the back. What do you mean? The back. You're wondering how the president's going to get in? Yeah. Oh. Go to the front. It's, oh. I'm just no. curious. No, no, no. I mean, I'm sure that there's multiple entrances, but for the people attending, <laughs> what do you want to make sure that everybody has the information of where the president, which door the president's going I'm through? Just wink, wink. Just He'll a go question. In. Nothing's going to happen. Well, he's only here for three hours, so you wonder yeah. what they said. They're going to meet with uh, the family of Kerry Roscoe, the fallen police officer. I'm sure Glant hand all the dignitaries, and then what? Do you think you do the speech? People were wondering when he'll go on. He's supposed to go on at four. Now, now so doors open at one. Doors he's at supposed one. To, so you stand around till four. Um, and then he's expected to not only visit with the uh, the family of Carrie Roscoe, but also I guess uh, I got word that he's expected to visit the home of a new Omaha mother 
Name hasn't been released. White House says that she recently wrote a letter to the president concerned about the future for her new baby son. I think it'd be great if you put on some skate, skate around, threw some T-shirts and some tacos out. Get the taco cannon out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he could be exactly like President, what's the guy's name in Idiocracy? President America? Machi- president Camacho. Camacho. I mean, a taco gun would be the closest to President Camacho I think that you could ever That get. would be only be awesome. if the nation was in the middle of a drought and we were running out of burrito covering. <laughs> Thank God. And Neither of those is the case. We were putting Gatorade on our crops. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, that was on the other day. Was it? Idiocracy? Yes, really? yes it was Fantastic. on, like, actual cable. Like, not not commercial, like, but, Never like, gets old. Oh, Never. No. I was like, oh, this movie. President just... Camacho, the president of America. I just forgot the beginning part where they show how the breakdown of. And that is brilliantly done. Yeah, where they're ta- they show like it's a split screen and it's. It's, it's like it's the future and right. only morons continue to have sex and reproduce. <laughs> well, it's like the... all the smart people continue to hem and haw whether or not to have a baby. And yeah. it's the couple that are like, I don't know. This year. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a kid. He's getting a big promotion and I am still killing it at the law firm. Like, it's all this stuff. It's like whether or not they should have a kid. And then there's this other guy who's like, got my girlfriend pregnant. And then well, they, they really they go, they, It is kind of creative. They go back to the beginning of time. And they're yeah. like, mankind used to have a natural predator. But they're like, <laughs> like we were doomed from the start. Once we were able to take out all the non-predators Predators to take out the weakest of the species. Right. <laughs> now yeah, we're now all just a bunch of dopes. <laughs> <laughs> Idiocracy. Yeah. It's really, it, it's very clever. You have to watch it out there. It's so yeah. good. So, President coming last night, big State of the Union. Um, uh, the big message coming out of the State of the Union seemed to be for unity. Uh, the final year, final State of the Union address, the President praised bipartisan budget deal that was hammered out uh, late last year f- through Congress, called for more bipartisan work. Um, there's so much more to be done. Obama called this a time of extraordinary change and said that the pace of change is only going to accelerate, but that the U.S. shouldn't fear it, but should embrace it and, quote, make it work for yeah, us. Yeah, I don't know if I heard something that stuck out. It was one of his shortest speeches. Yeah, it was only an hour. You're kind of ro- ro- waiting for the hook. It wasn't a bad speech. It's just with no. all, I've heard so many of his. Yeah. It was sort of a, things, are, things shouldn't be bad. They should be good. Yeah. Work together. You know. Yeah. Positivity. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like it was... About, I mean, like, I guess the message was unity, the idea that, you know, together we can be, you know, we there's not a problem that we can't he put did, our heads he together. Been better off handing out glow sticks, giving everybody Somali and got up on the on the turntable and just played music for an hour. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah. He just spun, oh, had headphones on. That would make America. People were like, dude, he got up there last night and just uh, played music for an hour. It got real. Everybody danced. Yeah. It was pretty cool. <laughs> OSHA has now gotten involved in the investigation with the explosion at M's Pub in the Old Market. The agency describes the incident as preventable. They also praise the quick thinking of employees who smelled the gas and evacuated customers. Omaha World Herald is reporting M's Pub has hired Omaha attorney Dave Domina to handle its legal matters. You know, nearby businesses like the Market House, uh, that was the newest addition to the block, opened back in June. It could be days before they can get in, and it could be years before they can reopen. Others along 11th Street reopened Tuesday, uh, the first time since Saturday. I mean, the good news is, is a lot of surrounding business like Billy Frogs and places like that, um, their basements, you know, where a lot of the water 
it, it, they're dry. It's all pumped out. Yeah, they pumped out all go. those buildings, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, the owner of the market house. Yes. On um, that Nick Bartholomew. Uh huh. You know, tough year for him. He opens the market house with what used to be Vivace. Uh huh. And it's now the market house, and then they have this bad fire. Wow. Uh, he's still plugging away, though. He says he's, you know, they're going to refurb the market house, but he's opening up a rooftop, rooftop bar. That's going to be open this year um, where Bear and Loathing used to yeah, be. Yeah, 50th and Underwood. They're going to go. They're going to have a rooftop bar there right there, 50th and Underwood. How sweet is that? That is really nice. awesome. Yeah. Right there in I Dundee. I love the rooftop. Yep. we got one in Benson now, yep. and now we'll have one in, uh, in, in Midtown. In Dundee. Wow, and that's, that's fantastic. a big space. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's oh, yeah. the thing about that that bay it, that he's going into where Beer and Loathing used the to old be. Hardware so store. big, yeah. But I am so excited for what they're bringing in there. And I had a chance to. Uh, did you guys get a chance to go into the market house? No, for dinner. No. It's really good. Nikki and I went, and it yeah. was really yummy. I mean, it was just it was, and the setup was just kind of neat. Like you walked in, and it was not Vivace. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how sometimes you go into places and they don't do a total remodel? Like, you walk in and you're like, yeah, this is Vivace with new paint. It was not, you know, so good uh, uh, kudos to them. I mean, hopefully they're trying to do stuff uh, like fundraising efforts for all the employees. Okay. All the service staff and kitchen people that have lost. Well, hurry up. hopefully they can hurry up and get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And then they can all start suing each other <laughs> so we can move forward. I mean, because they got to get the litigation. Going. That can really hold things up. Well, the one it, in Kansas City, you, you uh, reading up on, that took a few years, didn't it? That, uh, there was a fire that, that involved at JJ's restaurant in Kansas City uh, was an exact same fiber, op- fiber optic firm. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe down there it was Time Warner Cable. And the subcontractors punched a line, and an hour later, a uh, massive explosion at a restaurant called JJ's. But there was a fatality yeah. and like 16 or 17 um, pretty serious injuries, and that was February of 2013. It just settled last August. Oh, wow. Massive lawsuits. The final of all of them. Takes a while sometimes. So this, thankfully, with no fatalities, yeah. it's only going to be, you know, you, you shut down my restaurant. I'll sue you. I'll sue everybody. Uh-oh. If you in the sidecar. <laughs> They're all lawyering up. Yeah, that's um, one of the things that I was reading is that everybody's like, oh, we're we're poised to litigate. Sure they are. Uh, the Pentagon is confirming that 10 U.S. soldiers who had been held by Iran are now free. The nine men and one woman were held and questioned overnight. The sailors were in two small boats traveling from Kuwait to Bahrain when they were detained by Iran's Revolutionary Guards yesterday after straying into Iranian waters. And bolstered by a Netflix documentary, convicted killer Stephen Avery is appealing his conviction in the 2005 murder of Teresa Hallback. Uh, the Wisconsin Court of Appeals received his request this week, and he has filed two motions alleging that his due process rights were violated. The governor of Wisconsin said that he will not issue a pardon and posted on Twitter on Monday that viewers of Making a Murderer should read the unanimous Court of Appeals opinion before jumping to conclusions based on the documentary I, series. I hope those ladies are rolling, have their cameras out, and are taping all this. Yeah. You know, oh, they yeah. should do a follow-up. Yeah. But we all want to see what's the latest case. You just can't leave it. Yeah. We're all like, well. I mean, if they're patient enough to spend 10 years on that one, I would hope that they were smart enough and savvy enough to keep it going. Because you're right. I mean, people are now interested in the after story. I want to see more stories like that, don't you think? Somebody should be uh, hot to trot on uh, real-life legal stories, which I'm sure people could shop to Netflix now and go, yes. what do you guys think of this one? I really think there's two local stories that we have in Omaha you could do. Um, the um, 
There's Jessica um, Grady one. The Jessica Grady one, which is a fascinating, That's tragic crazy. local story. Yep. Yep. There's a boy who has life in prison, um, found guilty for murdering his girlfriend, and we never found the body. Yeah. That's like a one-of-a-kind case. Yeah. It was, it was the blood evidence. The blood, blood evidence. evidence. Um, and the story of the Matthew Leavers case, which happened um, down in Murdoch, Nebraska, which was where an old couple was murdered, uh-huh. an elderly couple in Murdoch, Nebraska, um, the nephew, the police got a confession out of him. Yeah, it's very sort of kind of seems similar to the the story we all. Uh, I, I remember him. this one. We yeah. get a kid. He admits to it. Him and his buddy. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, and then admitted to in it. In another state, they find the real murderers who yeah. cop to it, and then DNA evidence matches them at the scene. And it was a controversial deal that involved, um, at the time, the head of the of the Douglas County crime scene investigation who got in trouble went to jail and it is career over it yep over he said that it was just um i would love to see uh, a documentary uh, he, that. that it was accidental cross-contamination of evidence yeah he was accused of witness of uh, evidence tampering but two fascinating cases and i think there's obviously a market for that like where are the real stories like who needs help I like didn't who, think I'd be that who's, interested. Who's innocent and behind bars? Yeah. yeah I mean, I've always thought, yeah, you know, there's a good chance to get a better lawyer. But, yeah, after watching that, I thought a little bit differently about it. I'm like, there could be people actually 100%, you know, innocent back in there. I just think um, about the, the oh. one um, in the documentary that Brandon Dassey, you know, he yeah. had that one uh, defense attorney who looked like Ned Flanders. Right. That guy was just the worst. I mean, like, from the get-go, you're like, this guy is bad news. This is bad. This yeah. is going to be really bad. And you realize in that moment how, exactly what you said, Party, how an attorney can make all the difference in the world. I mean, if that attorney doesn't believe in you and is working against you and is supposed to be representing you, you are just screwed oh yeah you're just a number i mean that kid completely oh and when he had that investigator come in and interview him and the kid kept saying i didn't do it he's like well let's i mean if you're gonna keep saying that this is gonna be a difficult conversation you're like whose side are you on i hated that terrible yeah it was so bad when he said he wanted to get his homework done or whatever i know he's like am i gonna be able to go and do my homework the guys are like no idea about any of it so no clue uh, NFL Rams are relocating to Los Angeles. Future of the so San Diego. Louis, so St. Louis is moving to L.A. Yep. Which is sad, I think. Isn't that sad for, for St. Louis? Louis? I think so, yeah. Didn't, weren't the yeah. Rams already in L.A.? And then they moved to St. Louis, yeah. and now they're coming the back? L.A. Rams became St. Louis Rams, now become the L.A. Rams. So, And then there's talk of the San Diego Chargers uh, yeah. moving as well. So 30 of the league's 32 owners voted yesterday to approve the St. Louis Rams moving to Inglewood next season. Uh, leaving St. Louis behind. The Chargers were also approved for relocation, but league officials are giving the San Diego franchise a year to decide if they want to join the Rams. So you got time. They got they get some. But if they don't want to, then I guess the Raiders. Well, could. how does that work, Jeff? I don't even. Do they, they have one stadium, right? I mean, they're going to have the Rams and the uh, Chargers there. That, that doesn't make sense, but. So I guess if the Chargers... You, you schedule your away games on... You know, football doesn't play that often. So I guess you just schedule you know, it's only once a week, right? Can't you stagger that? Yeah, you could. Yeah. I guess the Rams are going to play in a temporary stadium, possibly do uh, possibly the L.A. Coliseum. I don't until, know if either one of them is getting a new stadium. Well, okay. no, a new stadium is ready in 2019. Okay, so that's wow. the deal. So whatever it is, they'll have two stadiums. Um, they'll have the L.A. Coliseum, which they're playing in now until the new stadium's ready. It's uh, NFL is going to contribute $100 million. 
You know, it's funny. Yeah, everybody, oh, it's, 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 everyone goes back to L.A. I didn't realize that the Chargers <laughs> played their first season in 1960, in 1960 okay. in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Before wow. moving to San Diego in 1961. And they've been in San Diego ever since, right? Yeah. Okay. So I guess the Chargers and the Raiders can continue to negotiate with their current cities. Basically, they're trying to get leverage for these current cities. If they want to keep them, you got to build us a stadium. The NFL said that they'd contribute $100 million if either team builds a new stadium in their current market. So like, if you stay put, you get $100 million to work on a new stadium, whether it's San Diego or where uh, the Oakland Raiders. But for sure, the Rams are moving, and they're getting a stadium in 2019. What happened to uh, expansion? I mean, why don't... New teams. Yeah, yeah. remember there's talk of Europe. They were saying... I think they're still no talking. More domestic markets. It'll just be more... Worldwide. Worldwide. Like the... Like Pitbull? <laughs> London Dragons. Yeah. The London Dragons. I would love it. I want to be a London well, they, Dragon fan. They play that uh, game a couple games a year overseas, and it's just lights out, packed, you know... Oh, when they go to the, what is it, Wembley, or do they go to that one? The, uh, they went to, oh. I believe, London. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so they're talking about you know spreading it out, and I guess why not? I would hate that. I mean, the travel. Which oh is God, that would. So suck. the players would be really tough. Oh yeah. Today is the day. If you've been hemming and hawing about whether or not you want to get in on this Powerball action, one point five billion dollar payout, or you know, the, the final jackpot could make the difference. Uh, the drawing is happening tonight, and if you buy a ticket, there you go. Uh, they're saying that the jackpot carries an estimated cash value like the one-time payout of $930 million. But the odds of winning are about 1 in 300 million. Drawing takes place tonight, just before 10 o'clock. That is your <clears throat> that is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right, thanks, Molly. All right, 619. Uh, today we have a high of about 42 degrees. Tomorrow we're going to see 47 degrees. Uh, right now we're sitting in the uh, upper team. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Good morning, 627. We got the uh, low to mid 40s today. Going to see upper 40s tomorrow. This weekend going to be cold again. Hey, yes, I just want to say real fast. I had definitely had an opportunity to go to the uh, prospects, uh, top prospects yesterday, uh, last night with a luncheon. Um, it's for the U- yeah. USHL. Basically, uh, four years ago they changed their All Star Game. That's uh-huh. the Lancers and the Lincoln Stars. The USHL. It's like the top developmental league in the United States. Uh, they linked up with the NHL, so it's the USHL NHL Prospects Game. Yeah, it was. So it's all the best players. Um, last night at Ralston Arena, it was all the NHL scouts. Yeah, God, how cool there. is that? It was really cool. I mean, you got to see the future. Um, so yeah, when you're watching these, I mean, these kids are men. I mean, they're huge. Uh, when you're watching them, you just can't help but think, God, I wonder where that guy's going to be or where he's going to end up. Um, you know, cause they're young, they're very young and they will be in NHL someday. So, but so yeah. there was a lunch and we got to take the Saldi brothers. Yes. Uh, Nick and Jamie, um, got us at their table, which is, it was, uh, there was a lunch at Anthony's 
for the All-Star Game. And, you know, usually on Fridays, there's always the same kind of big lunch for Creighton. Mm -hmm. This was kind of for all the hockey people in town. It was all the brass from the USHL. And the keynote speaker... Um, was Rear Admiral Scott Moore, yeah. who who has run the Navy SEALs. He's run DevGrew Molly. for years. He he ran the op of um, uh, I am the captain. Captain Phillips. Really? Yeah. Captain Phillips, like all those big ops. Oh, my I mean, gosh. he was around for, he's like... He's number two guy of the SEALs. I mean, it's... He's in the room watching the monitors, like in a movie, where you yes. see the SEALs uh-huh. going in, being watched from a drone, and you're watching the bad guy. So he got up and gave this great... Speech. He talked and for kind of tailored hour. it to the players. Yeah, to say like well, teamwork. 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 All about. You're saying it was kind of funny for the all the day of the All Star game because you're like, well, the All Star game really is the one game that's not the one, about, not, it's about, not teamwork. about teamwork. <laughs> you're supposed to go out there and be a fancy Dan and show all your skills. <laughs> and he was talking about how all the Navy SEALs have such an amazing individual skill set. Yeah, but none of that matters. It's all uh, teamwork and being accountable to each other, and that's the only way. That it works. So I they all have to fall back on each other. Some guys don't like to skydive. I learned Some that. Some Navy SEALs don't like to skydive. A lot of them don't like to swim. Yes. But they have to. But they, they do. It how they do you become them. a Navy, Navy SEAL and not oh, like to swim? Because they said they all want to oh, be. Oh, you have to swim. It's the inner so drive. Know, yeah, they all, they all got to learn to maintain. But yeah. they all. There's I mean, an inner like, drive that they all want to be a Navy SEAL because they all want to be the best of the best. Right. And so they'll do whatever you tell them. Yes. Um, so he gave this great oh my speech about a real op that happened where we saved a gal in Somalia. She was uh, held by, like, overlords or lords. Some pirates of some sort, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they had to parachute in oh, and get in a firefight and save the gal. And they got her out of there. Everybody got shot at. A Navy SEAL had to hold her down on the ground. He had been, uh, bullets went through his water bag in his back like he nearly got shot. Oh, wow. And as soon as they got her clear, she said, can you guys go back and get my sandals? Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they did. Stop it. They went and got her sandals. Well, they're nice sandals. She loved them. So, yeah, the story was great. I wish they had, I don't know, um... I learned a lot about about the seals um, uh, yesterday. It was about an hour, an hour uh, speech, Molly. And uh, yeah, to learn, I guess when you think of the seals, they're just invincible. But to know that uh, some of them don't like skydiving or don't like this, but they do. I mean, that just kind of blew my mind. I'm like, wow. It's kind of nice to know they're human. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, they're jump. They're saving lives, and, well, and they're and he, fighting for us. So he, he broke down some of the missions that they do. And and the worst mission that they have to do, it's called no fail. Yeah. So there's some missions where they they have the ability to call it off. Mm-hmm. Let's say they want to take out a bad guy. But rescue missions are usually no fail, meaning mm-hmm. they literally cannot fail. I mean, they will lose their life before they yes. don't get their don't Whatever rescue their person. You know, they're going to go in. It's when when we're out of time and we think we've got a hostage that's going to get executed. Oh, and so they're like, we got to go in. And the moment um, we lose our cover, we figure we have 30 to 60 seconds yes. oh before they're going to execute the hostage. Oh, they got to get in there. They got to run. It was a pretty sweet, pretty sweet story. You're like, dude, I want to have a beer with this guy. <laughs> I want to know. I want to talk to him about bin Laden. I want to talk to him about a lot of stuff. <laughs> and you know him being number two, he has a lot of stories. He led. He led. Over 2,000 missions as the leader of, like, Navy SEAL, like, big ops. I just he was he's in, alive. He was yes. in Bosnia. He was in uh, Mogadishu, Black Hawk Down. Yes. Oh, he was. Okay. Um, 9-11. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because he said uh, the Seals is a young man's game. You know, they're like 30s. Uh, yeah. Upper 20s to 30s. Um, the majority of them that do these, you know, missions with much experience. Uh, but the older guys, uh, you know, with their experience, they move on to help. And uh, it's all about leadership is where he was leading to, you know. And he was actually kind of pertaining it to, to uh, work, um, you know, whatever situation you're in. I had leadership. Like, you know? I had like cool Navy SEAL dreams last night. Yeah. You know, like war. <laughs> you know, battles and stuff. Like right. it was in my head. God, it was cool. It was very cool. So look him up. Rear yeah. Admiral Scott Moore. Yes, sir. And I guess he does a lot of these, uh, you know, yeah. this, the, the speech circuit. Yeah. But, I mean, I Pretty thought it was sure. just going to be some regular guy getting up and talking, and then as he's going in, you tell everybody in the room's like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> this guy is the <laughs> <and you tell laughs> these hockey players are kind of like, this is awesome. <laughs> Everyone, he had that whole room. The like whole room's like, attention. Molly, he's breaking down what they do in the middle of an op, like the guys are sneaking up, and they've got their guns out, and they're doing covering. I could tell, I was looking over at those hockey players, and all of them like, yeah, we've all played Call of Duty. I mean, we <laughs> yeah, we've done pretend versions. Oh, it was fantastic! All right, four zero two nine three eight ninety four hundred. That's how you get in the show. Uh, your high day going to be lowered at mid forties. Tomorrow we're going to see upper forties. Actually, uh, right now we step outside. It's about eighteen degrees. So, so thanks to Brian Marshall. Yes, thank you, Brian, for and last night. The Omaha Lancers organization. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great night. They had a great crowd. Oh, it was a, it was a sellout at Ralston Arena. It was fun for an all star game on a on a cold cold Tuesday night. I, yeah, I was so surprised of how many people went and how many people that couldn't go that wanted to go uh, to that. So, yeah, that was cool. Thank you to all those guys. All right, we got celebrities news coming up. Molly, what do you got? So it's award season, and usually while you want to get a nomination, this is when you don't. The Razzies, the nominees, uh, it's like basically the anti-Academy Awards have been announced. We'll give you that coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Exercise. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. All right, 6:42. We got lower 40s for your high today. Upper uh, 40s tomorrow. Right now, 18 degrees. All right, celebrity news. What's my, oh, wait, traffic with Gammy. My Lord, Gammy, what's up? We're looking at a couple of trouble spots out there. Got a stalled vehicle southbound 480. It's south of Martha, left shoulder. No big delays. Just be aware of it. The rest of the interstate doing okay. We do have a trouble spot out west in Miller. Traffic lights out, 133rd Millard Avenue. That's going to cause some pretty big delays here quickly, so be ready for that. Treat that as a four-way stop, 133rd Millard Avenue. I'm Cammie Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, thank you, Cammie. All right, celebrities with Molly. What's up, there? So it is award season, and with the good comes the bad. Uh, the Razzies have been announced. These are the Golden Raspberries, given out and nominated for the worst of the worst uh, of 2015. And uh, it looks like topping the honors uh, among the nominees for worst picture, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes! It's supposed to be so bad, so none of us, we all come in at the same, like, we none of us, between the three of us, have seen it. I have not even seen one second of it. Jeff and I keep coming in, and it's like that part where you're like, nope, I'm good. I don't know I why try, not, though. I try, and I try. It's just bad. It's like the first, um, remember, Molly, when you saw the first, uh, what was Twilight. The, Twilight. 
Oh, okay. And people were like, dude, why did you hire second-rate tier of directing and movie making? It looks like a made-for-TV movie. It looks like something that would be produced on Lifetime. Oh, and wow. yet I have not watched any of it. <laughs> and I can still make that informed judgment. Because of the fact that the parts that you do see, I always come in and it's like, I'll, I'll switch over because we've talked about it enough where it's like, okay, this is be kind of becoming a thing. Like I need to just at least try to watch some of it. And I always come in and it is just some overshare sex scene moment where I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. I don't see, want to I'm see any of you. Missing that, I haven't got sex? that. That would pull me in. How much sex is in the movie? I think there's it's a, a lot. lot. I mean, the whole right? book is supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that there's a single portent, portion of her body that isn't exposed. Really? I mean, I I get the feeling from the reviews that that would the big pushback was where is Christian Gray's nudity in all of this? Like you Full see frontal. her. Ladies wanted to see the right. Ladies are like package. Everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! How about some equal opportunity nudity up in here? Um, so, worst picture, Fifty Shades of Grey, Fantastic Four. Party, you said you saw that, right? Fifty Shades of Grey, no, F- Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Oh uh, yeah, I. You said it was terrible. Everybody's terrible. like, it was so bad. Fantastic it was Four worst. was awful. It was the remake. I saw it yeah. too. Oh, it's bad. I, I took heard my um, nephew, and it was dumb. It it, it was bad. Computer graphic. I heard a, re- um, a review and it was so funny. They're like, just get it through your head. Nobody wants to see this made into a full, like, because they've done it before. And the then this first is the one was good. Ish. I thought. Ish. But, like, nobody wants to see. I don't know. There's, like, not a craze for the Fantastic Four. I like the Fantastic Four, though. Um, but they're not super sexy like the Avengers. I mean, they're kind of like. I'm not looking for sexy, girl. It had Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. He's, he's usually good and stuff, but otherwise it was just bad. All right, so what else? Yeah. Jupiter Ascending. I haven't um, seen that. Oh, I tried to. Is oh. that with the Clooney? No, Who's that's that? the one where uh, it, it has Channing Tatum. Oh, he's like a it, dog. It, 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 he's, he's like, like a an dog alien. Boy. And then it's got who's it that's married to? Uh, <laughs> okay. Jeez, just bad. Anyway, okay. And then Paul Blart, Mall Cop Two. Oh no, you can't pick on him. <laughs> Apparently, you can't. And Pixels. I mean, it wouldn't be a Razzie year if there wasn't an Adam Sandberg, uh, Adam Sandler movie on the list. Pixels was so bad that uh, Ricky Gervais had a punchline in yeah. his monologue at the Golden Globes, and everybody went nuts. Yes, it's all, and it was still funnier than. Pixels. pixels. And and it was like, like oh referring to some really depressing movie. <laughs> Bad actor nominees Johnny Depp, Mordecai. Okay. Jamie Dornan, Fifty Shades of Grey. Kevin James for uh, Paul Ward. Oh, I know. I, he's such a nice man, but he's not the best of you know uh, yeah. actors. Adam Sandler for The Cobbler and Pixels, double nomination. And Channing Tatum for uh, Jupiter Sending. And then on the worst actress side of things, uh, Catherine Heigl for Home Sweet Hell, Dakota Johnson for Fifty Shades of Grey, Mila Kunis for Jupiter Sending, that's the name I was trying to remember, Jennifer Lopez for The Boy Next Door, and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow for Mordecai. So there were a lot of, you know, I mean, this some is... Some stinkers. Yeah. Some real uh, sure misses for this last year. Uh, and speaking of Ricky Gervais and his jokes at the Golden Globes, there is one um, particular joke that was getting some... Twitter traffic, and uh, Ricky Gervais just eviscerated it, went on a rant on Twitter yesterday. People um, were upset about some of his jokes about Caitlyn Jenner. I wondered, I said this off the air to you guys yesterday, Mm -hmm. on Monday, I said, I can't believe he didn't take any grief, opening monologue joke about... Um, he went after Caitlyn Jenner, and then he made a transparency joke. I'm like, that's like the third rail. You get nailed for that. So the joke that he made was uh, in the opening monologue regarding Caitlyn Jenner was this. He says, I've changed 
you know, speaking of the, in the, the last year, he's like, not as much as Bruce Jenner, obviously. He said, but what a year she's had. She's become a role model for transgender people everywhere, uh, showing great bravery and breaking down barriers, destroying stereotypes. Didn't do a lot for women drivers, it's but you can't line. do everything, which is fantastic. Slow, didn't do great for women drivers because Caitlyn Jenner was in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. it killed somebody. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh. So the deal is, is people are giving him heat on this. And he said, suggesting a joke about Caitlyn Jenner is automatically transphobic is like suggesting a joke about Bill Cosby is automatically racist. He's, and he said, you know, just too bad. You don't like it. Don't watch. I mean, he's not. Yeah, people really get offended because I, I heard the beginning of the joke. He referred to him as as Bruce Jenner. He goes, Bruce Jenner, you know, Bruce Jenner, he had a year. And then the back half of it, he said Caitlyn Jenner. And then he referred to him as a sh- he said she. Mm-hmm. And that really seems to be the issue. Like, we got a bunch of uh, emails from some people that got upset that I've kind of gone back and forth. I'm fighting with them. Yeah. But the the base issue is um, that, the, you know, the when someone's, you know, as trans, right. the, it's get the uh what is it pronoun the pronoun right well the, the deal he, is, she don't screw around with that he that couched is. it in a way though where it's like he did start the year you know i mean he transitioned you know so there is that transition i mean there was a point in bruce jenner's life where bruce jenner was bruce jenner now bruce jenner is still at core who he who she is but she is now identifies as caitlin jenner so well, when caitlin jenner got up at the um the espies and gave that speech remember yeah the bravery though Word of the year. Mm-hmm. She said in her monologue, "You can make fun of me, mm-hmm. still make fun of you right. know, young kids and people going through this. I'll be the poster child. I can take it." So I thought, you know, there could be some teasing. How can he not? It's funny. Yes, it is, dude. It's funny. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all the Jenner Kardashian reality television. I mean, they put their lives out there. This isn't somebody who is a private citizen. Who you know, I'd like him. I'd like her to recant the whole putting, though. By the way. Because about the said, boobs? Yeah, because they ain't working for me very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might not don't. be having the cuppage that she's got. Yeah, yours aren't, aren't big enough. I need yet. to get bigger. Okay. So, I'll work on that. Uh, yeah, we're going to all winter. <laughs> You're going to be eating. right in time for season. Yeah. <laughs> you said that women's boobs help steady your putt. Yeah. I don't know. I thought, I mean, I thought they always said that it made it harder. It's definitely. Uh, I guess not for Caitlin. You gotta give women credit. I think it would be harder to have to golf with boobs. Oh yeah, you can't fall. I mean, you'd have to definitely learn to swing around them. Swing through. <laughs> swing through them. Swing through the boobs. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, oh, Channel ninety four one. Thank you, Molly. All right, six fifty one. We got the highs. The high today about forty two, forty four degrees, something around there. But uh, tomorrow, a lot warmer. Gosh, we could probably possibly hit up to fifty. All right, but then it's going to just drop like a rock again. So the next two days are pretty decent. Um, we got traffic coming up with Cammy here in just a bit. We also got some news headlines. You know, they brought in uh, drug lord El Chapo, and it's a funny fashion side effect of his capture. We'll tell you about that coming up next. All right, 651. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Penny Big Weekend Sale and Clearance with all new Red Zone Clearance Markdowns to keep the whole family warm and cozy. Like 60 to 80% off select outerwear, sweaters, boots, cold weather accessories, and sleepwear. Plus, get 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon or 15% off with any other form of payment. Download our app for coupons. Stay warm and safe at JCPenney. Coupon required valid 113 to 118. Some exclusions apply. 20% offer subject to credit approval. Check jcp.com or newspaper for coupon on detail. 
Selections vary by store while supplies last. Clearance percentages are based on regular and original prices. Intermediate markdowns may have been taken. Spending too much on your Medicare Part D copays? Walgreens has preferred relationships with some of the nation's top Part D plans, which could mean lower copays for you. So switch your prescriptions to a Walgreens pharmacy today to start saving on Medicare Part D. Walgreens, at the corner of Happy and Healthy. Walgreens participates as a preferred network pharmacy in your area with Cigna and United Healthcare. Top plans based on 2015 Medicare enrollment data. Walgreens participates with other plans. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for details.